Welcome to another WKTV Profile, the podcast edition. Today we are talking with one of our longtime content creators and a couple of the people who have been working with him on his latest project. Uh, joining me, Mo McCoy. Mo, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing excellent. Okay, good. And you, you, I'm I'm not just the content creator. I'm the king of content. <laughs> As you get, those of you watching live on the, on the feed, you could see, yeah, he is the king. The Last king week he was the detective. This week he's king. <laughs> is this guy schizo or what? I don't understand. <laughs> also joining us uh, in this podcast today is Andrea Tyler. Andrea, how you doing? Good morning. I'm great. Excellent. Yeah, morning is absolutely right. First I'm thing in the morning. Actually, the one who gets to be the schizo one, though. Oh, you are. All right, we'll get into that. I'm already frightened, but we'll get into that in just a second. Uh, also joining us in the roundtable, literally and figuratively, is uh, Paul Hendricks. Paul, how are you doing this morning? Good morning. Blessings, everyone. Thank you for having me. It is, hey, it's my pleasure having you guys here. Um, I want to start off, Mo, with you because uh, you've been here the longest. I, I mean, you were here when I started, which was uh, quite a few years ago. Now, when you first Currently, you're in the process of putting together yet another movie. Yes. Uh, you have a couple of them already that you've done through here. When you started here, was that your original intent to do movies, or did you start, you know, just kind of learning everything and then moving up from there? Well, when I started, I was a rapper, so uh, I just wanted to make music videos, and um, that wasn't what they were looking for for the channel just a music video here and there they wanted me to have a tv show so i came up with fireproof tv to play my music videos and behind the scenes of you know me touring and things like that now fireproof tv that was a fairly long standing show you did quite a few episodes of that didn't you yes i, I still film fireproof tv why don't you give our, those who are listening who haven't had the opportunity to see Fireproof TV, get, kind of give us a synopsis of what it is. Well, a lot of people don't understand all the work that's involved with, uh, with um, just music or music grind. And uh, originally Fireproof TV was just a show behind the scenes of all the work we're putting in, radio interviews, touring, um, business deals, and marketing, promotion, you know, it, it's a lot that goes into just making a, a TV show or even music videos. And I had just kind of in 2007 dabbled in doing a movie and it felt it felt real good. But I think it was the, the training and things that I got, I learned here mm -hmm. working on the TV show. Um, is what taught me how to make a movie. You know, and it's funny because yeah. most of the content creators who come in here, and basically the station is just for that. It's a big learning facility for mm -hmm. you to come in, learn how to do TV, learn how to do movies, audio, all of that stuff. And a lot of them will come in with these great ideas, and then once they realize, holy cow, there's a lot of work involved in yep. this, yep. they just kind of fade away. But yeah. you, you've stood the test of time, man. You've been Absolutely. here a long time. We have your yeah. mail set here for Pete's sake. Yes. You guys <laughs> <hear> so much. <laughs> I got a whole office set up in here. Uh, <laughs> He's not but, uh, kidding. He is not <laughs> kidding. True, yeah. true, true. Yeah, I, I love WKTV and the opportunity that that was presented. I just felt like, you know, this is what I love to do. And um, I got a lot of training within volunteering for, you know, filming football games and concerts and we <laughs> basketball games. We did all kinds of stuff. And that kind of really sharpened me as a as a a content creator mm -hmm. and I just really fell in love with with shooting you know 
with filming and just looking through the lens and being able to tell a story on the screen, mm-hmm. you know. And, and so I'm a persistent person, and so I yes. just really, really want to learn things that I put my hands to. So, Andrea, when did you get hooked up with, with this guy? That was back in Houston. Um, we were actually, I was actually auditioning for a movie, uh, the Bear the Movie, and uh, Mo was the filmmaker in charge on that. <laughs> what, what's that look for? That's a whole other you story. You have to understand that look is this that guy that came that sliding in out of left field <laughs> on a white leather couch like he was a knight in shining armor oh, and I was just the casting like, couch, Mo? The yes. casting couch? Come on. Hey, she was looking good over here. That's exactly what happened. I think my eyes rolled out of my head and out the door. But um, he's a persistent guy. Mm-hmm. Needless to say, I'm still here. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So what are you involved with and what are you doing with them now? And I don't want to get into the specific project just as a uh, part right of Right now we are, um, we're working on uh, the movie Frequent Visitors. Sometimes I forget what the name of the Which movie is, is at the right. time because mm-hmm. we, we're constantly working. It's nonstop work. But um, I was the writer on the movie. so And also one of the main actresses, in, well, actually three. Like I said, we'll get into that later. <laughs> but um, it's just, like I said, a lot, like you said, about a lot of people who volunteer and, and, and learn and come in and do these things, you have no idea what it takes <laughs> behind the scenes to, to put everything into. You have, you have to start with writing and casting and audio voiceovers and, you know, everything, lights and production, just so many things that you can't even name. Then it's kind of baptism by fire, isn't it? it? Just get <laughs> in there and do it. Yeah. You either you either can do it or you can't do it. That's uh-huh. that's just the way I look at it. And you sure. guys obviously can. Um, Paul, how did you get hooked up with uh, with Paul? Well, actually, I was introduced to him by his cousin. His name is Andre Banks. He was a childhood friend of mine I went to school with when I relocated from New York. I'm from New York City, but um, I have family that relocated here to Grand Rapids when I was about 16 years old. I went to Ottawa Hills High School from sophomore to senior year, mm-hmm. and then went back to New York, followed my dreams, became a working professional music producer in the industry. And I would come back and forth, and through reconnecting with his cousin, you know, I was introduced to Mo, you know, because he was already doing like independent films and music videos and building his content, you know, um, resume. And he had a distribution situation with a company called Maverick. And, and he was also re- consulting with a music distribution company out of Atlanta at the time that he referred to his cousin. And we would just dialogue about some of my resources being in the music industry mm-hmm. and, you know, combining, you know, figuring out how we can combine our efforts to, to build a working relationship. And then, um, uh, I came back from New York early this year and, you know, we had, we were out of touch for a period of time and we reconnected early this year, like maybe spring into the summer and he was showing me what he was doing. I was showing him what I was doing and it, it just happened organically. We just started being joined at the hip, working on, you know, first I was helping him with some music supervision for a film he shot a few years ago that he was editing. That was like the start. I added some songs in the, in the film, you know, like, that I licensed, did a little bit of a, a music beds to put into a couple scenes and you know i actually sat in on a lot of the editing and just gave my 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 two cents on some of the editing process which i learned as i was going along with him and Mm -hmm. and, and that experience inspired me to do more in terms of film production i had collaborated in a couple independent films with production companies in the past but it was more on a music-based level you know like me contributing music not necessarily producing 
Mm-hmm. So it was an aspiration of mine I've always had. Just need the opportunity to find someone that I could share like-minded, you know, creative energies with. And that's kind of what Mo is to me, you know what I mean? So we bounce off each other just collaborating on uh, visuals for music videos, you know, content for live concerts that we've covered here in Grand Rapids. And then, of course, the independent films that we're collaborating on. So I'm like a contributing producer to the films that he's working on right now. Mm-hmm. And keep in mind, it's not Mo. It's either King Mo or his role. <laughs> yes, so yes, one of those yes, two, we yes, may yes, as indeed. well get it you know, right while we can. The, 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 the crown is sparkling in the air. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, uh, Earlier, Andrea mentioned that she is uh, the key writer on this latest project, plus the lead actor. Uh, what, are you, what are you doing on the project, the current one that Mo's doing? In Frequent Visitors, I actually play a small supporting role of a character named Dill, who's a coroner that is working oh. with the detective that what Mo a happy plays. Role. Yeah, exactly. So as as there are uh, homicides taking place within this content of the story, and he's you know investigating it. I'm giving him information as to what I discover with the, the victims of these homicides. And my personality is quirky, but also street smart. <laughs> so it. so it's a kind of fun, you know, like I did like um, some supporting roles in like two independent films back in like 2005. So it's been a few years, but, you know, I'm having a great time. Andre is an excellent writer. You know, it's very inspiring to see the pages that she put to the script come to life, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As we as we do the scenes and we do the set locations and the, and the wardrobe, especially the wardrobe. Like, when you see me in wardrobe, it's like I'm a completely different person. Really? Yeah, yeah. definitely. You know, I got the lab coat. You the, look like a book, coroner. The bookworm <laughs> pens, the glasses, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow, yeah, really? Yeah. It's fun, it's oh, fun, it's fun. So, you hilarious. know, I got to thank Andrea for inspiring me to, to, to bring another side out of myself creatively with that. And then, of course, I'll be contributing to the music and the soundtrack when we go in post-production and, and you know, throwing my two cents as Mo needs me to on the editing, you know, whatever's needed. So in the in the story itself, Andre, did you come up with the concept, with the theme, or was it something Mo said, here's what I'd like to do, go? Um, or was this just you came to him and said, hey, I've got this idea for a great movie? I have these aha moments. Mm-hmm. And that's what this movie was. It was one of those aha moments. I was like, you know... Let's do a movie about a female serial killer. Okay. Let's let her have multiple personality disorder. And then it just grew from there. Every day is... Pages started going. There you go. (laughs) Right here. That is it right there. They grow. And the movie is basically in these three books. It's all scattered everywhere. And it had to be put into script form. That's basically how most of the scripts are developed in my head. So can you give us the Reader's Digest version of it without giving away a great <laughs> ending or anything like that? Or well, it's um, it's it's about a a very very intelligent female who um, developed a rideshare program to get um, the drivers to patrons faster within a small area. But she suffers from multiple personality disorder, and she has two other personalities who, one is just a wild child and loves to kill people, (laughs) and the (laughs) other um, kills out of what she feels is necessity. And so the, the main character basically struggles daily with watching the world develop around her through social media, basically, and she follows and and lures her victims that way through social media because she has the access to it 
through the rideshare program that she developed. So did you do research outside on schizophrenia and, and the, how it develops and how it manifests itself to be able to write that character? Yes, I researched um, serial killers. I had to do a lot of research for a lot of different parts in the movie, one for the detective, mm -hmm. also for the coroner to make sure that their characters were realistic and legitimate, like the things that they were saying were actually things that a detective or a coroner would say. Also, the lawyer in the story as well um, is, is going through a dilemma within herself, so I had to research her. Uh, the, the I had to research a defense lawyer as well to make sure that her character was, a lot of the characters in the story that have small parts, I had to stop and take myself away from the movie to research that character to make sure that that character was the right, had the right role within the movie. Mm -hmm. So I had to do a lot of research. So Mo, when Andrea came to you with this idea, were you like, I love this or I'm frightened. Uh, <laughs> a little bit of both. <laughs> I, I was like, uh, nobody's ever did a movie like that. That's awesome. Let's do it. You know, um, I, I like the, you know, when I, when I started filming, um, I got thrown into the bullpen. It's like, hey, here's your camera. Right into the deep go. end. Man. Yeah. Here you you know? go. So that's kind of how she got through in um, on the camera and then into writing as well. And she always told me that she was a good writer, but um, and that she loved words and stuff. But then, she when she picked up that character and just went in on it. She got some practice on our movie before uh, someone to love, and uh, then she just went in and wrote a, a ninety-page script. Man, it's uh, it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes at night I get scared. <laughs> <laughs> so I meant to ask which of the three personalities is with us this morning. I just want to know because I don't have any way to get out of here except to go by you. So I just, <laughs> just want to make sure we all get in a lot of trouble. Uh, yeah, this may not have been the best spot for her. We probably should have put her over here so we have an escape. I can say, but judging from the positive energy and the smiles that we're dealing with for Tima this morning. Got, okay, good. All right, thank I, you. I'm hoping it's for Tima. So Tima is the dispatcher. She's nice. <laughs> Give me a rundown on your character in this movie, too. My character is a detective named Trey Gibson. He solves cases in 24 to 48 hours. He's a hot shot. Um, he's a ladies' man. And, well, you course. know, he, he's really engulfed in his job. He really wants to catch the killer. And uh, he takes it personal if he can't catch him, catch a killer within 24 to 48 hours mm -hmm. and figure out the case. So. Is he, and I don't know if you had any inspiration behind this, but he kind of sounds like an Alex Cross. I don't know mm. if you're familiar with, yeah, with, with, with his writing, but it, that's who he kind of reminds me of with mm. that same swagger, and yet, you yeah. know, he he is just like driven to be able to solve these cases. I think Tyler yeah. Perry played Very much uh, so. a character. Yeah. 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 I'm not sure about that yeah. casting, but yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. He did all right. That would not have been the one I thought. Right. Yeah, me either. So you guys have been with this is not the first movie you guys have worked on with him right no no okay so no. what else have you kind of well, first of all let's start off kind of give me a, a rundown of the movies that you have done so far and do a quick synopsis on them okay my first movie was tomorrow's never promise that premiered in 2007 and then um I what was the premise of that one that was that was about a a rap group that just took off really big and one of the members left to become a um a pastor 
Yep. So mm. it was called That's Tomorrow's Never Promised. That was my first movie. I shot that in three days. <laughs> so, oh, nice. Yeah, I was just learning then. So um, then my second movie was The Perfect Romance, and um, I shot that in, uh, I can't remember. Oh, yeah, 2014. So I, I went on tour with my music between that time, and then I just really had found passion in filmmaking. And uh, so when I got back off a of tour, I just went and started a movie, and we did The Perfect Romance. In 2000, fast forward in 2018, it got picked up by Maverick Films and distributed worldwide with Walmart, Myers and Nobles, um, really? online, everywhere. Beautiful. And, uh, yep, so then my next movie after that was 31, a short film. It was a short horror film. Um, when I premiered The Perfect Romance at Celebration Cinema, I, I asked some questions. I said, when's the best time to put out a movie? And they said, oh, Christmas. And I said, okay, cool. And then I said, well, what's the best kind of movie to put out? What's the number one selling genre? And they were like, horror. So that really jumped me off into horror. And so uh, I made 31 horror film, a short film that's available on my channel. And then I 31? Yeah. Apartment 31 is about a... Um, oh, I thought you said you made 31 horror no, films. No, no, no. Uh, okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> away. Now I was going to say, no wonder you got to get here. on it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, so that one came together organically. It was about a, a killer in, in um, apartment 31 that, you know, he lost his whole family t- due to a fire, and then he just started killing people in the apartment. <laughs> all right. So he would, right. yeah, creep people out in the hallways. And so... Uh, that was just a short film. Then the next film I worked on was the Tickler horror film. And so it was a horror comedy. I shot that in Houston, and then we premiered it down there. Then after that, I got on to Angel Horror Film. And uh, and that was the hard, pretty much the hardest film I ever made. It took four years to make that movie. You know, wow. Just throughout the, all the adversity that comes with making a movie and a horror film. I learned that you go through kind of what your movie is about, you go through it. So when I made comedies, I had lots of laughter, lots and lots of laughter. When I made horror, horrible things happened. Really? Like my house burned down, uh, Hurricane Harvey, two car accidents, uh, <laughs> one thing after another. It just was horrible. I said, you know what, maybe I'm not yeah. fit for this genre. <laughs> At what point in time do you go, let's make another comedy? Yeah, Yeah. so that's when I came up with someone to love. (laughs) So now you're talking about, you know, serial killers who are schizophrenics. What are you, are you trying to tell us something, Mo? No, you're hearing voices. She wrote that one, so. (laughs) But she did experience something that has to do, uh, basically, uh, do with it as well. Sent me into a split world a split, a split yeah. reality actually um i suffer from epilepsy mm-hmm. so i recently had multiple seizures back to back and sometimes recovering from the seizures that you're you're stuck in a void and that's where i've been for the past couple of days um yesterday i kind of got back into the the swing of things by coming back up here to the office and just being around everything, looking at wardrobe and props and everything really helped out. So, 
Yeah, yeah you do go you, through <laughs> a lot. It's, it's a yeah. thriller, and we've been through some thrilling things yeah. these past couple of months. <laughs> now, Paul, you know, you're, you're doing some acting in this, but yes. that's not your primary responsibility. Do yes. you suffer from the same sort of problems these guys do, or is this uh, still new to you? As I far think as? for me, it's balancing creative and business because coming from my music industry experience, you know, I, I'm also thinking business a lot, meaning making sure to deal with clients and administration and structure, you know, of, of everything we need to get done and who we need to deal with on a day-to-day basis. And I, I got to credit Andrea for being a part of that process, especially dealing with casting and mm-hmm. planning and, you know, set locations because she and I bounce off each other to make sure as we plan our weekly, you know, schedule, we organize those things together. Um, so that's kind of my role as producer, Aside from being cast in it, I usually try to stay away from the camera. But I think uh, one of uh, Andrea's characters uh, kind of approached me, and I couldn't refuse. <laughs> Wait, the character like, approached you? Okay. Yes, I think her character one said, "You're going to play Dill." And I was like, it. "Okay." <laughs> so you don't have this sudden deep-seated need to go see dead people all of a sudden, oh, do no, you? No, no, okay, no, no. I just but, wanted to make but sure. The, that, interestingly but. enough. In my uh, mm. when I was younger, before I was professionally in the entertainment business for a living, I worked at Mount Sinai Hospital in New York City. Part of my job, which was called transportation information, that was the title of the role. I transported patients to admitting, and I've also transported patients that passed away to the morgue. So okay. I have that experience. So I don't have a fear of being in a mortuary or a morgue and seeing a body, you know, because I've overcome that fear from that experience working in a hospital in real life years mm-hmm. ago. You know what I mean? So we actually shot one of my scenes in um, a funeral home. And I guess that's the... We're in, in the, the morgue. In, in the morgue. Yeah. We were downstairs home. in and the morgue. You know, yeah. I wasn't no big faced deal. by it at all. Been there. I'm not in a rush to go see a body because <laughs> I just respect the dead. You know exactly. You respect, you know, you know the families of the de- deceased, but, you know, in the, in the scope of doing what we need to do in terms of production, we had to make sure it looked legitimate, and you know, and the way we shot it was really, really cool. So going back on, on, on what Paul was just saying, principal shooting, is it here in the Grand Rapids area? Is that where you're doing most of it? Yeah. Um, I just thought when when I came back to edit Angel Horror Film, I, I shot it in red. And so that presented another uh, problem for me that I couldn't really get it edited. Yeah, there wasn't a lot <laughs> so of, of it. Yeah, you we have, we have a super it. suite here, and that was able to... To handle the footage and everything for me to get the job done, so I just came back and uh, started working on that. Then I'm I'm thinking, man, this place is really underused, you know. And I said, well, um, maybe I'll have a casting call and do another movie. You know what I mean? That'll that that was the reason you hadn't wanted to do another movie because yeah, it was just, available. Yeah, just I just felt like you know this is a great place, WKTV, and it's in our community, and nobody's accessing it. And so I said I'm gonna stick around. After I got done with the Angel Horror film, and I said I'm gonna stick around and, and make another movie, someone to love, and help get some people in here. And um, and then we had a really good casting call, and and more people start signing up and stuff and. And then we came up with another movie, <laughs> and, uh, and you know, it just it just I just love it. I love you know filming, and I love creating content, and uh, I just love WKTV. It's where everything started for me, and it felt like I came full circle. And then mm-hmm. it was a lot of opportunity here uh, for me to to you know fill a void that was that was missing, and and just feels good to 
to be able to help, mm -hmm. you know? Well, and again, you know, that's what the station is all about. I mean, it's basically yeah. here for content creators such as yourself to come in, use the equipment without charge, and just yeah. get everything done. Everything you need to create that movie is here, mm -hmm. with Absolutely. the exception of, you know, great talent like mm -hmm. Andrea and, and, mm -hmm. and Paul and, and the writing and, and doing all of that stuff. Right. That you need to bring to the table. But mm -hmm. equipment-wise, yeah, everything you need is here yeah. and available. And we just got a new red, by the way. I didn't oh, yeah, realize that. Yeah, yeah they're, just, they're unpacking it as we speak. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of favorite to the uh, Black Magic for some reason. Um, red just was too much set up for me. I'm I'm a running gunner. I, I like to shoot. I'm a shooter. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, set up, that's, shoot, that setup is just a little too much for me. Mm -hmm. And I, I didn't like the fact that the red didn't have um, a sound sound on it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Right. So I could reference it. And uh, that that was a big deal for me. So I'm, I'm sticking with the black magic. But I do like that it's here, you know. Now, have you, do you feel you've become really proficient with the black magic now since you've used it so many yes, times? It's, yes. it's kind of second nature now. I was, I was afraid of the black magic <laughs> yeah. back before I used it. I was like, man, I don't know how to use that thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's intimidating. It's a lot to do yeah, with Yeah, but i um, been working with the Ursa, the Ursa Mini, mm -hmm. the Mini Pro. Um, I'm a beast at it now. You know? right. Yeah, so You're the king. Yeah. There you go. I'm the king of content. I shoot every day. Like, I'm shooting on two phones right now. I know. I, I, yeah, I realize that. <laughs> what I like to add to what he's saying is that in the, in the process of us all collaborating and building a great uh, working synergy, I think, speaking of community and this being community media station, I feel like we collectively have brought more interest in other people who are aspiring to do what Mo does or what I do or what Correct. Andrea does to come here and use a facility for the, the purpose of building their content and building their towards their aspirations. So I think, you know, as a whole, you know, what Fireproof has done, you know, collectively and for the community, I think it's been great. I think there's, you know, even our cast calls have caused more and more people to come patronize the place. And, I, I, right. and now I start to run into some of the people that we've introduced to the place coming in and doing their thing. So it's great. It, no, I, and again, going back to what I was talking about earlier, you know, the facility is here and available to anyone to use. Mm -hmm. And we talk about it. I mean, WKTV.org, you can go on that's on our website and kind of see all the equipment that's available, and we can talk all we want to people. But it's when their peers, much like yourself and Andrea mm -hmm. and Mo, when you say, look, this is what we can do, here's what we've done, that has meaning to people, and that will that that has a tendency to motivate people more than us saying, "Hey, you know, come in. This is what we can do for you." Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's all part of the process. And right. believe me, we appreciate what you guys do. Not only the content that you create, but also in passing the word along yeah. of, of what Just KTV expanding does. the network. Yeah. That's really what it's exactly. about. Exactly. You know. Exactly. Definitely. So we were talking about distribution earlier, and you've had some success with some of your earlier movies. What are your plans for the for the latest? Well. I had distribution with uh, Maverick, and I, I loved it. Mm -hmm. I loved it. But I'm feeling I just kind of I'm always up on the new thing. And being that I can go directly to to my consumer, consumer. I felt like YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. So uh, I just kind of I feel like we're just going to keep going straight to We'll, we'll do we'll do some premieres. We'll premiere it on the channel. We'll premiere it at Celebration Cinema South, 
and then uh, straight to YouTube and you know. Do we uh, have a do you have a, a date that you're shooting for as far as releasing? Not for um, frequent visitors. We want to want to get it all wrapped up and complete, and then then we're taking a different approach on our marketing this time. Um, where we just have the complete product done before we even pick a date. Okay. Yeah, so I think that's just a, a step forward. So currently to see the stuff that you've already done, the, your finished products, where, where's a good place that people could start? I have a YouTube channel. It's called Fireproof TV. So you just type it in. You'll see me there with some big glasses on. <laughs> not the crown? Yeah, not not the crown. I got to update it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I started that channel back in uh, right when YouTube started. Yep, so I got over 850 pieces of content on there, including movies, TV really? commercials, um, trailers, skits shows fashion shows there's man we got everything yeah right. you have done you're yeah. like, you have done a lot of different things at this station yeah um yeah. I, I, I've, I've and i've been involved not involved in them but i've been here to yeah. watch yeah. a lot of this yeah. stuff unfold and yeah to witness it and uh, mm -hmm. it it it's amazing how you have utilized this facility and yeah it, it really is it's it's phenomenal this is what it's for i mean yeah. it's for people like you yeah. absolutely and those yeah. listening or watching out there who have similar ideas yeah. again it's a long process you have to learn it's mm -hmm. not easy at first mm -hmm. but when you stick with it and you it finally clicks this is what happens yeah. absolutely i agree yeah. you know most paid his dues and you know i'm just excited to be a part of his process and and what we're working towards the future mm -hmm. so <coughs> speaking of and i know you're deep into this one right now do you have any plans is there something out there that uh you kind of want to do uh once this is completed well we got we we want to we got to complete our our romance movie um someone, someone to love, love. Then we, the next we have. Uh, I wrote a movie called The Bad Boxer. It was a, it's a comedy, and a boxing comedy. Okay. And uh, so I, I did a promo of that, but I'm thinking about filming that coming up after that. And then we got a kids movie called Spring Break, starring Real Love McCoy. Mm -hmm. That's gonna be. Uh, we're developing on an everyday basis. That's your son, right? Yeah, and he kind of—he's grown up in this place for Pete's sake. Yes. Yeah. How old yeah. is he right now? He's six. He's six now, and you've yeah. been here how long? Uh, I think I started here in two thousand five. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. he's—you have been here the, the, his entire life, and I yep. know he's—he's mm -hmm. he's had—he's been here a lot, so well, he's very familiar with everything and, that goes on. And since a since a baby, he just popped out a superstar. Like I mean, okay. he he, uh, he <laughs> do we all film on that? I mean, uh, yes, we do. I filmed everything. <laughs> yeah, so he he um he used to like break out of his high chair, jump off of it, and then bow. I was like, who taught him that? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just an Aaron Papa. He got, yeah, he got Papa's genes, man. Yeah. He is a showman. Yeah, yeah he is. He's definitely a showman. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. He has funny. a big personality. Yeah. You can't miss real. So are you guys planning on, and this is more for Andrea and mm -hmm. Paul, are you guys planning on continuing work with Mo, or is this kind of you're going you're gonna to try to do some stuff outside of this? I'm just kind of curious as to what your plans are from here on out after this current movie is done. Oh, I most definitely plan to continue, basically, well, most 
mostly because it's allowed me to do something that I'm extremely passionate about. Like Mo has said before, um, words for me are just, I want to know how they all go together and, mm-hmm. you know, how to break them down and put them together. And, you know, so I'm intrigued by that. So it allows me to do that. It allows me to do something else that I'm great at doing but hate to do. And <laughs> that, that's just dealing with a lot of people on a regular basis. Um, I'm really good at corralling people <laughs> and keeping everybody in, in, in order and in line and making sure that everybody is where they need to be and when they need to be. So it allows me to do that thing, and I'm, and I'm able to feed off of these two guys. that They have the greatest energy, so... I yeah, would, they do. I wouldn't give it up for anything. So do you have any ideas floating around for another story? Came or? up with one last night. Did actually. you really? Yes, definitely. Uh-oh, here we go. I came up with one last night, and I didn't have a pen available, so I jumped up and grabbed my phone. It was at 3%, but it's, a, it's about some, some government cloning mm. in a small town. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that is just, you're a scary woman. <laughs> Glad you're on our side. That's all yeah, I can trust say. me. Do you have formal writing experience, or is this something you just picked up and I love doing this and just kind of self-taught? I, um, it's, it's mostly self-taught. Uh, love doing it in school growing up uh, from elementary on up through uh, high school. Started doing a little college, and my professors in college uh, always gave me good but I was never able to just sit still in mm. college. So I had to let that go. But like I said, I'm, I'm always learning more, um, teaching myself more, researching more. So the learning never stops. Right. Whether I'm, I'm formally in school or not, I still have to. I still have to teach myself. Have to do it. Mm-hmm. And you, Paul, you plan on sticking around with uh, him? Absolutely. This guy's not going to let me go nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> he's not. He's, he's found he'll, it. Yeah. He'll, he'll start yeah. in the morning. Grand Rising King. I'm on you. That's another but, thing uh, about Paul. But, uh, you know, know, yeah. I'm a music producer also by trade, you know, which is, which is part of my career. So I actually have a music project, which Mo's been a big help with. We've, we've shot some visuals to support some records I produced. That'll be coming out in the new year. Um, it's a music group called Crossroads. It's a concept project I'm producing, executive producing actually, with an artist from Detroit who um, has collaborated with Eminem in the film Eight Mile, and you know he's like a fixture in in the Detroit music scene. Mm-hmm. And we collaborate. We linked up in the past year, and we worked on a whole album project over the course of the summer. So when I wasn't here in Grand Rapids, I was in Detroit recording. So I want to finish up the album and uh, finish up these videos that we shot. I actually did a music tour in October in Europe with a, a, a classic hip-hop group out of New York um, from the 90s era, and we opened up for them. We got a lot of great footage from that, so I've tied some of that into some of the visuals I'm going to use to market this new project, so I'm excited about that. Let me a quick question. Sure. <laughs> you Now that you've been involved and you're here at the station, and we've touched on this earlier, somebody who's interested in doing content creating, somebody who has visions but just not, what would you tell them to do? How, What would be your, your, your suggestion? I would first say, because this advice I would even give myself, which I have yet to do, take the classes, mm-hmm. meaning, you know, learn how to use the equipment, you know, learn the etiquette of um, production and network. Because someone you run into in this building maybe doing something that could be of use to you. For example, Mo uh, met with one of the, uh, another producer, director, editor here, um, Scott, and you know, he's a really great guy, and we talked about how we could possibly find some creative synergies in the future. So I feel like 
when you come here and you use what this is, which is community media, use that to your advantage. Network with the people you run into here. Educate yourself about the process of filmmaking, the use of the equipment, um, and also support the station by you know getting some experience filming content for you know the city like the games and stuff like that because i came out to some of the games and i had a great time mm -hmm. yeah that I mean? truck is fun to work in. you know so yeah that was really cool you know um and i've never been in one of those trucks up until now you know what i mean so seeing that behind the scenes you know the, the transitioning while you're filming on camera running the scoreboard and all that that's something you could learn from let's say Hypothetically speaking, if if you wanted to get into sports and you may not be an athlete, you could be like, all right, let me figure out how I could be a part of the production of filming content Absolutely. for athletes at a game or a stadium. And that's something you can educate yourself about here. That's a, that's a very good point. Thank mm -hmm. you for making that. Absolutely. And the other, the only downside to that is you really will never watch sports the same way again. Exactly. Because you pick it apart, you're looking, yeah. you know what's happening yeah. in the truck, you know who's yeah. doing what, you right. know what's supposed right. to be right. going on. Yeah. It's like I watch ABC and I watch a game, I look at it completely differently Right. Now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you do. You're looking at how cameramen do their shots and yeah. when the it's stuff amazing. happens. And, and I can, I start to notice the cameras that are floating yeah. overhead the, 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 the arena, yep. like, especially football games, because they have so many different cameras on cables like floating around to get all that footage it's only a matter of time before we get some of those too oh, I, mean, yeah. I tell you that's the one thing about this facility is they they provide content creators such as yourself with the best stuff Absolutely. tom does a great job of finding what's needed and getting it yes. and, and using it uh andrea the same question to you about what advice you would give to somebody who might be interested in in doing this in, in any aspect whether it's videos or movies or sports my number one word would be just do it mm -hmm. it's it's and nike couldn't have a better concept mm -hmm. just do it i yeah. mean um that's how i learned on on the the cameras out here i came out and i joined mo one day while he was out filming on the field and they were like well, we need another another uh camera operator up up top of the truck to work the wide angle. I was like, oh, you mean now? After I did it that day, I was back the next week and the next week and the next week. So just do it like you, you get into it and, and you, you, you just develop this feel for it. You, you, we eat, sleep and breathe this thing around here. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people ask me like, oh, well, how do you like Michigan? I'm like, uh, I don't know anything about Grand Rapids I know about WKTV <laughs> that's where I've been since I've been here yeah. I had a little time to leave and go back home to Texas and I came right back and I'm right back here so is this this isn't your first winter here is it it is oh, my. <laughs> and you, it's it been an be easy worse. one it's been easy so it far could be worse, so. To be honest. so I've been yeah, told I've spent some, some Michigan winters <laughs> so I've it been could told. be worse so. yeah, yeah count your blessings method. So, Mo, I'll let you wrap it up with the same question. What would you say to aspiring content creators? I would say um, come up here, take the classes. It's it's available. Um, we need more content on the channels. Your content will be seen. It's it's a it's a beautiful thing, and I love to work with new um, people. Help them kind of learn editing, uh, filmmaking. I like to teach them how to set up and tear down equipment, you know, just because that helps around while we're working. So mm -hmm. it's a it, it's something I you know I really really push for people to come and access this equipment. And, you know, something we really didn't touch on, but is incredibly important, especially for content creators such as yourself. 
you own what you make. We don't own it. You do. Absolutely. All we ask is that when it's finished, you give us copies yeah, so we can air it. That's right. it. But right. you own your content and you do mm. with it what you want, mm. however you want. So yeah. I think that's really important because yeah. a lot of people think, oh, gosh, if I go there and use that stuff, it's their movie. No, it's yours to mm. do with what you want. We're All just right. here to help facilitate its making. Mm. Yeah. And, I, really and cool. I appreciate that. Um, that goes hand in hand with what I do. When I uh, filmed in Houston with the red camera, I spent over 50 grand just to make that movie. And I was like, uh, <laughs> it's got to be something better than this because yeah. <laughs> I'm homeless. <laughs> but I got a movie. <laughs> You're not homeless, so, Mo. No. You live here. Yeah, I live here. Yeah, but um, yeah, uh, this saves a lot. If you're into filmmaking or vi making videos or TV shows, this is going to save your bottom end. Mm -hmm. It's going to save it. So And it's fun. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. It's I very love fun. It, it is yeah, fun. I love it. Well, I want to thank you guys for being here. Mo McCoy, I appreciate your time. Mm -hmm. Andrea Taylor. Tyler. Mm -hmm. Tyler. If that's who you are today, I appreciate you <laughs> being <you> civil. <laughs> and Paul Hendricks, thank, thank you. you. All three of you guys, thank continued you. success. Love having you here at the station. Thanks, and uh, here's hope you guys, uh, hoping you guys stick around for a while. Absolutely. All right. Thank All right. you, Gene. Thank, you. thank yeah. you, guys. All right. This has been another Volunteer Profile, the podcast. I'm your host, Gene Gregory. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Peace. <laughs>